Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Primetime Buckeye Podcast, the number one podcast for all future and present Buckeye students. And today we'll be covering this book called Hack Your Habits, written by Joanna. Let me get started by introducing myself self here. I'm sorry. My name is Santino Canales, and I'm a first-year student at The Ohio State University. I have recently changed my major to middle childhood education, and I am on my way to becoming a future teacher. So, through the help of my professor, Miss Mills, and the class she teaches in learning and motivation for college success, I was help- able to achieve my goal that I never thought I would be able to before coming here. My goal for this semester, it changed over, over time. Yeah, it changed a lot. It was a couple different goals. But it went from being, hey, I want to pass all my exams to, hey, I want to get a 90% or better on all my exams. Now, this is a big deal for me because... The, my, the exams I'm trying to get a 90% or better on is my math classes, okay? And this is a big deal because I struggle with math. I am so bad at it, and I am taking a basic level math class here at Ohio State, and so far, I have gotten a 95 or better on every exam, which is very huge for me because in high school, I, very, I almost didn't graduate because of my math exam, and... So for me to be able to get a 90% or better on every single one I've taken so far, which is four out of five of them, that is huge for me. I do have one more, which is my final exam and the biggest exam that I take. So that's coming up very soon, but I am I think I'm well prepared for it. So this wouldn't be possible though without the book, Hack Your Habits. So Hack Your Habits is a book about uh, helping you achieve your goals, helping you form new habits in the place of old ones, and helping you build a better and brighter future for yourself. So this book is written by Joanna Jess, like I said, and this was published in 2016. Okay, it was published on November 21st, 2016, and it was one of many that Joanna Jess wrote that formed her career. So let's talk about the book a little bit. When the book opens, it instantly gets you hooked yeah it instantly gets you hooked and it tells you why you should focus on your habits why they are important and it also talks about how your habits work okay now i want to talk about this this next part a little bit because this might be a little confusing for some of you so joanna jast gets into why you need to have willpower and self-control when forming new habits and she also says Though when you need to have willpower and self-control, you also cannot rely on your motivation. So to me, that confused me at first because I thought they were all the same. And I I was very caught off guard when when I was reading this. So in the book, she says that she does not believe in motivation and you cannot rely on it. And she would rather prefer you to rely on your willpower and self-control. Even at one point in the book, Joanna Jest says motivation is overrated. You can stop wasting time on motivating yourself. And that was on page 29, if anybody cares. Um, now, to me, that is pretty interesting to think about because I try to motivate myself every day using different like, ways to say, hey, you got this. You can you can complete this homework or you, you can go to work and get this done. But instead, she wants you to willpower. You want she wants you to use your willpower and self control to push you through these things. Um, that just like that was something interesting I thought about 
when I was reading this the first time, and I, I thought that would be a pretty good thing to in- include in this. So let's talk about the next couple chapters here. So the ne- in the following chapters, they talk about how to understand your current habits. So like what you do currently, how to, how, how are they? If are they good habits? Are they bad habits? What um, they also talk about how to better understand yourself and how to form new goals. Now these next two chapters are pretty big ones for me because they were the start. They, they, they helped me start to understand myself and how my habits were not good and how I can start to form new goals that can help me form better habits for myself. Okay. And there's a certain part in the book I want to talk about. It is in part four in the book, and this is where I got most of my methods from. Now, the methods part I will talk about more later on, but uh, so let's talk about this first chapter in part four, which is which is chapter fourteen called "Pick a Cue," which is on page. It starts on page one eleven. This chapter is all about jump starting your day, you and your day. Okay, so like you, this is what it talks about when it talks about Q. Q is something in the book that she refers to a lot, and she wants you to form a Q when making new habits, and she wants these cues to be what jump starts you, what forms the idea in the brain that you have to do a task. So I'll talk more about that probably on the when I talk about more of my methods. But it, it so yeah, a cue will force you into doing something that you usually avoid and that you are not confronted with every day. So that that, that was a big chapter for me as well. Again, now that's on page one eleven. And then in the next chapter, in chapter fifteen, called "Map Out Your Routine," which is on which starts on page one nineteen, this explains how to start mapping out a routine after you pick your cue. So the examples they give in the book are how to find a you have to find a goal. You have to best describe the best describe the goal to the best of your abilities. Yeah. And she wants you to write down a checklist on how to complete that goal step by step. And then she wants you to repeat this goal every day until you can do it without thinking about it. So basically she wants you to go on autopilot with this goal. Which is another chapter in the book is actually called autopilot about like how to how to have your goals go into how to how to be able to do these goals without thinking about it basically so give me one second and that that chapter is going to be from pages 119 this is explained very much in detail on pages 119 and 122 if anybody wants to look at that more uh in chapter 16 which is called uh choose your reward now this they explain how to reward yourself after you set your routine and find a cue. And I'll get more into rewards when I explain my methods more in depth later. But I would like to say that rewarding yourself is a pretty big one and it's also one that you can use even outside of this outside of your like when you use your habits and stuff. So like say you're studying, you can reward yourself for studying or say something like that so i'll talk more about that later on but that is a big one for me actually right there so that that is actually on page 123 or starts on page 123 the last two chapters in part four explains how to put all three of the previous chapters together and finally in chapter 18 which is named how to break an old habit on page 139 it explains basically how to break an old habit and this just explains that it's easier for you to change a bad habit that you already have and then eliminate one completely 
So it also explains how to break out of unhealthy habits and form new, better ones to counteract that. I know it was a long explanation. It, it, it wasn't like the longest explanation in the book. It was kind of a quick, short one, but I wanted to just get get the ideas in your head about what I'm going to be talking about. So, so when I start talking about the, the, my methods later on, you start understanding it a little bit. So this cha- this part right here in the book was a pretty big one for me because it's kind of early on in the book. I think the book has about three hundred ish pages almost, and this book is maybe like maybe halfway through it almost it's like beginning of 100 to like 140 or 50 and this book starts to talk about how to break habits how to form new habits reward yourself how to make cues to set up your day and this is something that i never really thought about earlier when i started uh doing these these uh things in my life so when i was forming habits my whole life i never really had these things to think about and they were always form bad habits and this is why this is the chapter 18 was a big one for me too how to break old bad habits okay so i think i think when i came here from college from high school i never actually transitioned okay and what i mean by that is i still had the mindset of hey i'm gonna go to class from not uh 7 a.m to was three o'clock and I never like th- uh, transitioned myself to college, and this, this set me back a while. And this is where it actually leads me to my first ha- met tracking method that I got from this book. So while reading this book, I produced a couple tracking methods that will help me achieve my goals. Which, if you don't remember, my goals is to get a ninety percent or better on every math exam I take this year. And so this method is not only an important one for me to find this semester, but is one for me to find for the next four years of my life here. And even could be later on if this really matters, but it's not, but it, it, the method could apply, but not later on in my life. So, so this, my, my method here was, my basic idea was to find a place on campus that I can study for, for the next four years that will be the most effective for me. So the, the way that I did this, okay, and let me let me just work this down. So since I want to get a high grade on my exams, I have to figure out the best spot to take my exams. To find this out, I made a small spreadsheet and wrote down five places where I can do work at. Obviously, there's more than five spaces spaces on campus, but I wanted to find the top five most effective for me and closest to me places like that, and. I wrote the score down of each piece of work that I did. Let me let me like pull up the spreadsheet right here. Okay, so this is what the basically the spreadsheet looks like, and I will have an uh, attached piece of paper, uh, either a website or just the Google Docs connected to this, so you guys can come back to it later. But basically, the co- uh, the spreadsheet has five different um, sections on it, and it's for first section, it's going to be location. So the top five locations are for me, Thompson Library, my dorm room, the Union Hall, the 18th Avenue Library, and then table. there's some tables by Morrill, not Mirror, Morrill, Mirror Lake, that I would sit by maybe at night and just like walk, uh, by the water and just like do homework and stuff. So the next, the next category is the number of questions for each 
assignment that I was doing. And all these assignments were for math because that's what I'm trying to focus on. And that would correspond with the next uh, uh, column, which is score that I got on the assignments. So there's some different uh, variations of them. So like one, one place I did 22 questions, one place I did 10 questions. So I'll talk more about that a little bit later, how that affected me my, in my process in this. But the next column would be loudness, and that's just pretty self-explanatory how loud it was in the place. Uh, column four would be distractions I had while at the place. And then column five is the overall score that I give the place that I did it, that I, I was working at, okay? And that was a, a pretty interesting one for me because I was able to do this I needed to do this cue, and it would remind. Uh, not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read this out loud here. I have a little spreadsheet next to me, and it was just effective for me because I was able to figure out which place was better than me, and I could see that in front of me. Like, hey, th these scores pretty much show for uh, itself that this place is better than another. Okay, and to be able to start this, I first found a cue. So again, a cue is something that made you think about what you're doing and it gets you jump started and gets you working on what you need to do. So for me to be able to find a cue, it, it reminded me to do this and get up and I'm, I see this each day. So for me, I left my homework open on my laptop and, and this was effective for me because I do a lot of work on my laptop. I think the average is like I don't know, like nine hours a day on my laptop because I'm, I'm always on it. I'm always doing some work. I do work. I work at my building, so I'm always on my laptop. I see it. It's the first thing I see in the morning. So every time I check my laptop, my homework would be left open on it, and it was be able to trigger my brain saying, hey, I got to go do some homework today. I got to go do this and get this done. And that, that, that was effective for me. I uh, really found that uh, it was good for me, and it was able to get me going. Uh, give me a second here. Yeah, so so the, basically what I found was the libraries were very effective for me. Um, the union was a good place for me. And the dorm room was probably the worst out of all of them. Okay. And I, it, it could because, BPB, because that there was a lot of people by me at the time. It was really loud. And that was another thing for the tables by Mirror Lake. It was loud. And there's a lot of people by me. But I could I could say that those those two were probably the worst two because those are the ones that I didn't get a hundred percent of my assignments on. They were the the the, the uh, I'm sorry, the Mirror Lake one was the biggest assignment that I had, and then the Thompson not Thompson uh dorm room was the small second smallest and I did the worst on it. So instantly right there, it says dorm room is not acceptable. You cannot do the do the work at the dorm room. I need to go find somewhere else that, that would work. So I'll go to uh, Mirror Lake. That place did not work. So distractions I had at both of those were other people, roommates, friends coming over. And there's just other people by the tables and stuff being loud, talking, conversation, which is fine. It's a public area. That's just not something I should be doing work at. Um, so I would go somewhere like the library. The libraries were very effective for me. It's not very loud. There's some other people around, yes, talking, but it's not, I can tune them out better over there. So I gave an overall score of four and three, per, uh, respectively to the dorm room and tables by Mirror Lake. And 
the libraries both got um, the, so Thompson Library got an 8 out of 10 and the 18th Avenue Library got a 7 out of 10 Thompson I was able to find a private space so I think that affected me better I could be I was able to focus more on my work and do better on it but the 18th Avenue Library um, it I, I kind of sat next to a couple people so there was a couple people over there so I think I kind of skewed my uh, results a little bit on that and that's another thing. I would say that when I was at my dorm room, there was a lot of people around. And also, the amount of questions that I did in each assignment could have been, could have affected the answer, the, the, the results for each of them too. Because Thompson Library, yes, it had 20 questions, but also 20 easy questions. So I was able to get 100% easier on it compared to the dorm room that there was a lot of people around distracting me there was uh there was games in the background friends talking and i also had 12 questions kind of hard questions which would give me a 33 percent on it so thompson library actually ended up coming as the best overall score as an 8 out of 10 and i did say that the thompson library would probably be the best place for me to study for now i do want to do this again in the future of different places that i can go and try to study at and see how i do so this would lead me into after i found this this would lead me into doing some rewards for myself so like i said the rewards were something that was on let me check here chapter 14, 15, 16, chapter 16, page 123 again. And this was a big thing for me because I thought that if I rewarded myself, this would be the best way for me to uh, do this again, do this, uh, be able to go out, get some homework done, come back here and then reward myself. So rewarding myself came in a couple of different ways. Uh, so this would become from, hey, let's go get some food after class or to even be able to play a couple of matches of Call of Duty in my video games or something like that later on in the day. And these were uh, big for me because I felt like, like again, that they, they would help me get more work done. So let's I wanna talk about the challenges I had while doing some of these assignments. That means this task right here, this method. So, one of the one of the things that were challenging for me is while I was, um, so while I was at Mirror Lake, there were some challenges I faced. Uh, there was, let's say, I, I think that. Um, actually, let me start from the beginning here. Uh, there were some challenges, like I said, to this method though. Uh, I at times found it trouble to have focusing on assignment, which led to some bad scores, like. Let me let me like pull up the assignment again. Uh, so when I was at my uh, the tables at Mirror Lake, that's what I meant to say earlier. Uh, so I had trouble focusing a little bit, not because there was a lot of people around. I knew there was gonna be some people around. I had some troubles focusing because I had my phone out. There was some notifications that came up. There was some games on. There was uh, a lot of different things that I was having trouble focusing on the one assignment. Or even at the dorm room, I guess it could uh, say there's a decent amount of people around, so it was a little trouble for me focusing and to do that. So there were some times where I had trouble getting up out of bed to go do some work because I was just lazy that time. But while while these not be this might not be a super important method to some of you, this is important for me because this is gonna be effective for the next couple of years. Okay. And it also helped me start to establish new ha habits and it helped me stay on track and get work done. This is why I chose this method because it'll be the most effective for me. 
Um, so again, this this uh, if you guys want to see this, this is gonna be attached to this uh, podcast in some way or fashion. I don't know if it's gonna be a website or if it's just gonna be a Google Doc showing it. But this gets me into the next method, which is um, this method helps me choose uh, a schedule and it helps me like basically keep me on track of what I was gonna do in the day. So this method, while the first method was more about focusing on a spot to work more effectively in the future, this method focuses more on using my cue effectively and setting up a routine that is most effective for me in my future. So again, this is one that I think could be more effective for more people, but this method was an important one for me again. So with this method, my cue was setting up two reminders within the 10 minutes of my my last alarm going off to remind me that I must get going and I need to get the first thing that I had planned to do done today. So uh, when I wake up, I check my phone. Like basically the first thing I do when I wake up is check my phone. So and I see the reminder get up that I need to get up and get going, go brush my teeth, go do things that I need to go do. And with this method, I also created a calendar that has my whole schedule on it for the month. This uh, this really helped me since it has my work schedule on it. It has all the homework due that I need to do this month. And and basically, uh, it, it, it laid out everything that I need to do for the day on there and it would be able to get me, uh, get up and get going basically. So, like the first method, there were some challenges. Um, actually, let me talk to the rewards first. So basically the rewards were pretty much the same, like same kind of rewards. Hey, let's go get some food. Let's go play some video games. But instead the way I would get the rewards are different. So that way, so the, the other method, the way I would get the rewards is, hey, I, ha- I did the assignment, even though it wasn't great, I still did it. I got up and went and did the things that I needed to do today this one it's a little bit different it's hey did you go to class did you get the homework you need to get done did you uh did you talk to the teacher that helped you study did you go and study just review your notes and if i did all those things i think that would like that would be enough for me to reward myself i thought so if i didn't i didn't if i did not go to class that day if i felt sick or something then i didn't reward myself i i had to go do some homework i had to go get study a little bit so it was like I, I forced myself into doing the things that I needed to do. So like the first method, there were some challenges in completing this project. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. At I at times found myself getting really distracted from this and not following the calendar. I at times also forgot to update the calendar. An example of this is uh, this past week of Thanksgiving 2021 when I was scheduled to work 14 hours at the start of the week and I ended up working 38 hours. So the calendar does not reflect like the way out that was supposed to. I think it was 14 hours, I think. Um, it could have been a little bit more, but it, it, I ended up working 38 is the point, and I did not update the calendar accordingly, and that could look a little bit off to me, and I sometimes forgot that, hey, I have to go to work, so I was maybe five minutes late to work, but I was there. And the, I found the point of the calendar is to, it, I didn't follow the calendar, and that's basically my point. And at times, I found myself not completely following it, and it was a step. It, the 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 point of this though is it was stepping a right step in the right direction for me because I at least laid a calendar out. I at least uh, saw a change that was effective for me in my future. So this was um, this is uh, this is good for me. 
this again is is because of the book hack your habits really wants us to focus on routines and breaking our habits like for me not planning out my homework and not doing homework that was a bad habit for me so now it's starting to uh, change i'm trying to transition to college so i need to focus on those habits and start setting up good new habits that will lead to tons of new success for me in the future so the example for this is listed on the Google Doc, and there's two different po- photos. The first photo is an example of my schedule and all the homework I have due this month. Not all the work is visible, but when clicked on the assignment, that I can see everything that I need to do. So like an example of this is my econ homework on here somewhere. So I would put the econ homework once, but there's like five different assignments assigned through that one econ. So it doesn't show everything that I need to do, but there's basically the point of it. The second photo is my classes, my work schedule, plus my homework due. So it just shows you what all I need to get done in the day and how you can set up a calendar somewhat like that. Some of the things that I can take away from this project, I guess, while doing this is I was wasting a lot of time doing unnecessary things like watching movies or playing video games when I could have spent a lot more time doing more effective things like homework, study, review notes, do stuff like that. And that's a, that's a good thing for me in the future because I can start doing these things in the future now that I know about them. Okay, so another takeaway from this project is how much I, how much this project added value to my life, okay? And it might sound a little, uh, stupid or something but reading this book really helped me actually at the beginning of the semester i did not think that this book would be helpful for me at all but actually it it helped me start to form new healthy habits and even though it may not have been like great times it starts leading to more uh, success for me and this i will keep doing this after this assignment and i will keep doing these things more and more and it will help to lead more healthy habits it even changed how my work ethic comes to school. Like, it, it starts making me want to do homework, start to get better grades. I like to see the A's and stuff come in. And I was shocked by how I actually finished the book since I am not a fan of reading. So I was I was pretty happy with how, I, how this assignment helped me. My last takeaway from this book is I accomplished something, you know. I, I uh, found my times this semester getting really stressed out and not wanting to go to class because I was already failing the class, but I, I would, well, yeah, it's not, it's just, I, I feel accomplished after going back in to the last, uh, to reading this and I, I do not like reading. So I'm actually like accomplished with reading this book and I feel more accomplished and more devoted to the assignments because I feel like I can do it now. Like I can, I actually like, I'm starting to transition to college. I'm starting to feel more comfortable around here, starting to talk to more people, like breaking out of that, that like shy shell that I, I, I should be like away from everyone. So I feel like this book helped me open up more, feel more accomplished, feel like I can do it. And they helped me adapt to college more. That's basically the point. So in summary, this book helped change my perspective on how I view habits. Before I didn't care, now I like care about what I'm doing. Not just my habits, but others as well. Like I, every time I do an assignment, I think, would it be a clever idea to put this off and do it later? Or is it smart to do it now and get it done with? 
because I have time. It's not like I'm busy, like super, super busy. I can do this. Sometimes. I just start putting things off to do things that I want to do. But it's, is this smart to do that now or later? And obviously it's smart. It's better to do it now and get it done with so I have time later. I also notice when other people do something that I consider to be a bad habit. While I do notice these things more often now, I don't say anything because it's not my place to say anything. It's it's their problem, not mine, but I do notice what other people are doing more now. Now, this book was a good one to read. It helped me, and I'm sure it can help a lot of others create new, better habits and change old ones to be better. Uh, the methods I chose in this project were ones that were suggested partially in the book. Now, it didn't explain what to do step by step. It's stuff that leads to you forming your own uh, goals and they give you like a little like push in the right direction and uh so let me see but they had they had components of it so hack your habits was definitely achieved me uh helped me achieve my goal of getting a 90 percent or better so i've gotten a four i got in a 90 percent or better on four out of five exams i have one more to take uh, again and i think i can get it now because I'm actually studying now, doing work, and this book helped me do that. Um, so I'm excited to see what the future holds, and I'm just I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get to this next semester, the next couple of years of college here, and I I think this book will be a good one for many to read. Um, again, so this is Hack Your Habits by Joanna Jass. This was published in 2016, and I suggest a lot of people more. I suggest a lot more people reading this because it can help you immensely. Big words there. So this is Santino Canales, and have a great day, guys.